Hi, it's Leon Dolan, and my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical, is out now and available everywhere. People Magazine chose it as an April pick of the month, one of the best this week, a hopeful take on commitment, they said, and an innovative story about marriage. Mmm, sounds juicy. The Marriage Sabbatical, out now, available everywhere. We are the Satellite Sisters. I'm Leanne Dolan in Pasadena, California. I'm here with my sister, Julie Dolan, in Dallas, Texas. And this is our weekly recap of the CBS drama, Madam Secretary. We are hurtling towards the season finale next week where there were some shocking previews, Julie. Shocking! Oh, Leanne. I can't I can't even think about it. I can't Im- imagine what what's going to happen. But this week was all, all about follow the trench coat, right? <laughs> I mean, our girl Bess was working hard. And how do we know that? She never took her coat off. I mean, seriously, she had that trench coat on for, you know, 58 of the 60 minutes of this episode, Julie. I know. I know. She. I, it, I kind of had flashbacks, Leanne, because it reminded me of the time that our mother came out in the driveway at one o'clock in the morning in her nightgown and trench coat because I stayed out past my curfew. So I was with the boy. I mean, I was the boy. I was dramatic because you were with the boy. Yeah, I was with the boy and she had the trench coat on. So when you're wearing a trench coat, that means you're serious, Leon. (laughs) Serious things are going down. Okay. And that is what was happening on this week's uh, episode. What was the name? Render safety? safety? Yeah, render safety. Okay, yeah. I forget, failed to write that down in my extensive notes. But they said it about 20 times in, in case we we didn't know. Because I was not aware that there was a big render safety initiative in play. But you remember last week, the storyline was about Pakistan, a coup there, some loose nukes. The, you know, uh, the terrorist group, the, their equivalent of ISIS, getting their hands on the nukes, uh, the U.S.'s role in putting a new prime minister in place or not. And then meanwhile, Elizabeth's husband, Henry, is there with his team, a.k.a. Murphy Station, That's right, doing right. some secret work to kill the individual worst terrorist in the world, that Dinesh guy. Uh mm-hmm. And and so and then in the meantime, we have floating over this whole story, the Russian storyline of the spy, the spy, Dmitry Petrov and his sister, what's happening with them in Russia. So right away, we find out with this Madam Secretary that the hot foreign minister has taken over prime min- uh, <laughs> has taken over as prime minister in Pakistan. I mean, and that's just the way they said it in the episode, too. Right, Liam? <laughs> the hot foreign minister. No. But he was he is hot and he's running the show over there, which is not good news for Bess or the president. Fortunately, the president kept his jacket on all weekend. So we did not have to see the Larry King suspenders. That was that was critical. I it felt like to me that Professor Carradine had actually lost quite a bit of hair between last week's episode and this week's episode. Was that me? His hairline seemed to have receded. All right. So, I mean, he's got a lot to worry about. Loose nukes in the hands of terrorists. No one wants that. Okay. So when this is all happening, they're watching it in the Situation Room. U.S. and Russia, they are going to form their own coalition to take care of Pakistan's nuclear weapons. There are 12 nuclear weapon storage sites. They divided up six and six. 
All's going well. Because you know what? There's no one better to make a deal with, Julie, than the Russians. I, I mean, I was just really, that was like, this is a bad idea to divide up Pakistan and you get the northern, uh, we get the northern nukes and you get the southern nukes. That, it's not, no, it's, I, I knew that was not a good idea. And we learn very quickly that, you know what, we're, we're happy to get our, the, those six nukes secured, but we're going to back the new hot prime minister and we're going to back out of this render safe coalition that you've been working on. It's kind of the centerpiece of your administration, uh, prof- you know, President Dalton. And Elizabeth is a- almost taking off her trench coat at that point. She has it on. She's almost taking it off. And as soon as he said, like, we're back in the new prime minister, the trench coat stays on. She can't even take off the trench coat. That's how serious it is. Right. You can never trust the Russians. So, and then in the meantime, the domestic storyline is an excellent one. Uh, middle child, Alex. Allison, always forgotten, has mm-hmm. left her permission slip to go see Hamilton in New York uh, on the on the toaster oven. And yes. of course, because Elizabeth literally worked all night with that trench coat on, she did not sign the permission slip. It goes back to, you know, school unsigned. And now Allison will be ruined because she did not. She did not I mean, those stakes slip. are pretty high. You know how much those tickets cost for to see Hamilton land? They're a lot of money. So, <laughs> they've gotten 16, account- 16 Tony nominations. No one's ever going to be able to see Hamilton. Right. No, I mean, that, I mean that, was, that was a bad one. I mean, and Bess knew that it was a problem. And yeah. she knew that she wasn't going to just be able to, you know, you know wheedle out of this, you know, or use her diplomatic uh, prowess to get it done, right? Because, because this school is really strict. If you do not have your permission trip, you can't go on the field trip. Now, I have to say, the average 16-year-old child, or maybe just my son, would have just signed her. <laughs> I didn't really understand that. Yeah. Like, what teenager has not signed their, a permission slip? Yeah. I don't know. But that makes for not a good storyline. So, and I, I did enjoy Blake's face when he's like, Hamilton? <laughs> because as we know, Blake <laughs> in real life is a Broadway star. And yes. so, and I just kept thinking the whole time, maybe Blake will have to sing the score of Hamilton <laughs> to Allison because she can't go. <laughs> like keeping that out there is a dramatic possibility. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going back and forth. They're trying to build their coalition. Russia's out. They're trying to secure the no- nukes. And Murphy Station, that would be Henry, uh, Jane, and Jose are just driving around Pakistan. <laughs> driving for around the in Islamabad as if nothing is going on, right? So. And making phone calls on non-secure phones, Leanne. <laughs> those are so not satellite phones. Those little iPhones they're using. Okay. Okay. I, I did like, though, in the fact that Henry called his wife, the Secretary of State, from the non-secure phone. And she said, I love you. And he just said, copy that. So is that how your husband talks to you when he's on a mission, Julie? Yes. <laughs> okay. Copy that. Okay. I think I'll just start using that, Leon. All right. But then, boom, there was just kind of a really fantastic targeted drone strike to take out Henry and his Murphy station is driving in one Range Rover. There were three other Range Rovers around them. The other three Range Rovers go down, boom, boom, boom. And Henry, they're fine. So the U.S. military, they thought they were going to be late, but they did their job uh, taking out, you know, the world's most wanted terrorist uh, once Murphy Station located him. And um, and now Henry and his team have to, quote, kill an hour on the streets of Islamabad um, before they can be picked up and get their ride from the Marines, which is good because this is just an hour-long show, Julie. So. <laughs> 
that was that worked out well for them. So they go and they hide in a snack shop because Henry and Jose are really hungry. And they did say that they didn't eat before the start of their mission. So then they discover, oh, shoot, uh, Jose has been hit and he has the possibility of bleeding out. And it looks like Henry might have to perform surgery, which is exciting. I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always loved on Alias, another show that I loved very much, a J.J. Abrams show from ABC. She was constantly performing surgery on <laughs> fellow spies. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Henry just put like that rag on Jose's shoulder. That didn't seem to do very much. No, I, I, oh. I didn't. Under- and Jane did nothing. She was not touching that wound uh, at all. Uh-uh. She, that, she, that's not her thing, Jane. She's not Miss Empathy. She's no. not a she's not a mother hen. She wanted no no part of that caregiving. Uh, in the meantime, you know, Madam Secretary is trying to back in the White House. She's freaked out that Henry's not there. She's trying to balance a lot of issues. China is now on board. They can't officially support the U.S.'s position in Pakistan, but behind doors, in trench coats, they can support it. Uh, Blake is still trying to get the permission slip thing uh, handled. <laughs> I liked when Madam Secretary said she was so tired she might accidentally impose sanctions on Canada. I thought that was pretty pretty funny okay and then and then blake lets the chinese foreign minister into madam secretary's office when she was just about to take off her trench coat and get a nap in and he said i'm a powerful people pleaser (laughs) that was a good line okay all right but it's red alert because they've secured 11 of the 12 nuke depots there Mm -hmm. but one nuke depot you know it's gone the the nuclear warheads are gone of course, of course, Lynn. So now we have uh, now and then and the first thing, of course, the, the terrorists do is post a YouTube video because that's what people do these days, Julie. <laughs> no matter what happens, they just post a video of themselves doing it. So now we have uh, the team back at the White House uh, at the State Department, I mean, trying to figure out the best plan of action on all fronts. And there is a very West Wing scene, right, Julie, when she returns to the State Department after yet another trip to the White House. There's a lot of fast talking, right? Yes, there is. They, they're back and forth, back and forth, you know, because they they have to somehow, you know, thwart this, uh, the, the explosion of this nuclear weapon. So they're, they're working with, you know, their experts, Jay's there, Daisy, a lot of people are talking and they're all talking fast. Lee. They're talking I fast. Watch, I had they're, to watch that scene twice, Liam. Yeah, they're, they're all wearing black and gray. This time. So there's no bright colors for Daisy. Everybody is in there down a business thing. Daisy uses the word tautology. So if you're wondering, that's when you say the same thing twice in slightly different words. I had to look that up. Uh, And, and Jay digs up that old guy from the basement. Remember him? I like this. I like that. This is a theme coming through that there are experts in the state department. And if people would just take the time to ask the right question to the experts, they're going to find the solution, Liam. That's right. So this week, Jay gets his turn to give uh, the week's moving monologue. And then the old guy totally shuts him down because he said, you know, I have an actual theory here, not just rhetoric. And by the way, I don't want my kids to get blown up either, but we need to follow the science is basically what he said. So they're going to find the scientists that can actually arm the nuclear warheads as opposed to Jay's plan, which was just driving all over Pakistan. (laughs) Right. And I like how the scientists said, well, the bombs don't actually have a big giant red button or a plunger. They don't, that's, 
It's not like on cartoons. You need a scientist to uh, arm these weapons. Okay. Meanwhile, Bess has the trench coat off as she totally throws down with the Russian minister. Like, they go for it. You know, she is laying down the law there. Like, this is what we need. And, you know, he's trying to, uh, he's trying to get there. The Edward Snowden character. Was that a new reference or has this been a reference in the show before? This, this whistleblower that the Russians want so much. Is that new? I think it's kind of new. I think yeah. it's new. I yeah. don't recall yeah. that. No, we uh, don't. I, I, we've been watching this show and we, <laughs> we've been reviewing it. So no, it's new. And it, you know, Murphy Station though, that seemed to come out of nowhere last I know, week. Lynn, so... We were not read in on, it could be we were not read in on that one either, Lynn. Okay. So the Russian minister is trying to bargain for, you know, for an equal, equal position and Bess is not having it. We're not going to give you the Edward Snowden that you want. Forget about it. Uh, but it's, it's foreshadowing that there might be other Russian spies on the table and we know who that might be. All right. Then the trench coat is back on as uh, she goes back to the Oval, Oval Office where Daisy's boyfriend is there. And he appears to be the only one in the U.S. government that does anything to do with a computer, right? I mean, I think that's about accurate too, right? I don't, I mean, we had that healthcare rollout. That was a disaster. There's really only one guy in Washington, <laughs> Daisy's boyfriend. He runs, he, he runs the whole healthcare system from that one laptop too, Lynn. <laughs> Just, I don't really, I mean, there must be someone else with the laptop, but he's in the <laughs> middle of it. And he, uh-huh. He's sort of a goofball. I mean, it'd be one thing if he was like, tap, 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 but he's kind of a goofball. But there he is. Everyone, you know, 26 people in the situation room, they're all staring at Daisy's boyfriend while he tap, tap, taps on the computer. All right. In the meantime, back in Islamabad at the snack shop, uh, Jose asked Henry to give him the last rites. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. That was sort of a shocker, Lynn. And then that Henry started giving them to him. Is that just normal that he would, you know, he would know the last rites? So, well, he is a religion professor, Julie, right? I know, but he's not a priest. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, you know, you could kind of fake it. I mean, you could get pretty close. You could figure out what they might be. And then he starts taking confession. So I actually think you could do that. I, I sh- We should have looked that up. I'll look okay. that up for next week. I, I think you can, you know, in the event call that Rome. a yes, priest call is, Rome. Yeah. yeah, I will call. I'm writing that down. Call Rome, read last rites. Um, oh God. <laughs> and they're out. They're also not even called last rites anymore. They're called something else. Yep. So I can't remember that either. I'm going to look that up. <laughs> look that up. As soon as we get off this podcast, I'm going to look that fact up. Okay. Because, all right. Because uh, last rites is dramatic, but they, they call it like, it's not reconciliation, but something like that. All right. Uh, it's now- clear we don't know what it's called. So let's move on. Keep your trench coat on, sister. Okay. I'm putting it back on. All right. But uh, they send the shopkeeper out to go get uh, to go get some sort of paraphernalia so that um, Henry can return to his private practice role and perform surgery. But instead, a doctor shows up. And that's kind of a nice scene that the doctor is going to help them and, and, you know, patch up the patch up Jose. And uh, and so and then we we find that SEAL Team Six is on the way and that they are able Jay and the old guy are able to find the scientist and they take him out, too. So a lot of people were taken out in this, in this episode. Exactly. Yeah. They get it all resolved and things are going well. So maybe Beth should wear the trench coat more, but 
put it on. But her last act in the trench coat, Julie, what does she do? She hunts down the prime, the headmistress of the Quaker school. Right. Because she's heard that, you know, the permission slip is, quote, not an issue anymore or mm-hmm. has been taken care of or something. Yeah. And so Bess goes all, you know, she goes all Madam Secretary of State on this Quaker headmistress about, honest to goodness, I was literally saving the free world from loose nukes without saying so much. Like, could they just lighten up on the permission slip just for this second? And then she's humiliated when the headmistress says, yes, yeah, we had already agreed to that, you idiot. Basically. Yeah, she put down the Secretary of State. Yeah. And she was trying she was trying to bribe the school president. That was the, the best. <laughs> like, you want a ride on Air Force One? That what do you was... want? What is it gonna take? You have to sleep in Lincoln bedroom? What what do you want? She she was willing to do anything, as any desperate parent would be. Yeah, you could see who really had the power in that situation. <laughs> She'll stand up best can stand up to the Russians, to the Chinese, but the head of this Quaker school, uh uh-uh. uh. I know. That was really funny when she tried to bribe her with the ride in Air Force One. That made me laugh. Uh, there were a lot of funny lines in this. Um, and uh, anointing of the sick, Julie, that's what it's called. <laughs> okay, Leon, did, did it come to you in a vision there or yeah. something? Yeah. Okay. No, it, it came to me via Wikipedia. I couldn't stand <laughs> it. I know people are waiting for information. They probably already Googled it themselves. Right. So that's it. Anointing of the sick. It used to be extreme unction and uh, common mis- misnaming, they say here, was last rites. So there you go. Uh, so it, it, meanwhile, it appears Allison is going to go see Hamilton. Uh, we discover that, you know, the, the Murphy station, they're on board. They're super happy. Henry is going to take some vacation time. Yeah, finally, after the PTSD and the what the heck, right. Henry? Doing nobody, uh, nobody any favors. Well, and you then might have we have to go back to marriage counseling. That's what I think. Yeah. And then we learn, we learn from the Russian foreign minister that as we have predicted here on the Madam Secretary recap show, Dmitry Petrov, the Russian spy that Henry thought he, he had gotten killed, is alive and well, as is his sister. So, oh, set up for the big finale next, but- next week, the season finale. But the bombshell came in the preview for for the season finale, right? We and, get the, yeah, we get the we get the a brief glimpse that Bess is going to be fired. I don't even know what to say about that. I don't really. know, Liam. I, I can't. I don't know if I can wait a week. Okay. In the meantime, you have to find out if if we can perform that the sacrament of anointing the sick. Okay. Oh, okay. Wait. Okay. <laughs> Can innocent bystanders? I'm just gonna perform last rites. I... Just call Rome. Don't do okay. it right now. Don't okay. do it now. All right. So all in all, this was an action-packed uh, Madam Secretary. But as I said, a lot of people were taken out. I mean, mm-hmm. the, it's there's a hot spot there in Pakistan, and that storyline's not going to go away with a hot foreign minister now prime minister in charge. There was a lot happening. A uh, lot happening there. So. so- a good episode all in all, not much to talk about on the fashion front, but uh, there was so much action that I, I think um, I think it was okay. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, the tra- it was a great trench coat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and off-white is a risky choice because it could get dirty, but not, <laughs> not for best. She, she looked fresh, even at the end of the episode. 
the the trench coat and the black shirt with the white banded collar still working for her, still working for her. So next week, big season finale of Madam Secretary. Allegedly, she gets fired. Although, what are they going to call the show then? I don't know. <laughs> or they could go totally, they could totally veep it up and maybe she gets fired. But remember, it's an election year. So maybe she becomes his running mate or maybe she runs against him. Maybe she's drafted to run for president. Okay, okay, okay. Calm down, sister. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> you're out of your mind go write those ideas down send the scripts over okay to your people okay all right we're the satellite sisters you can find lots of our satellite sister shows uh at itunes or at satellitesisters.com if you haven't listened to our regular podcasts we've been doing them for 15 years and you can find hundreds of episodes we talk about everything from the news to what to serve at thanksgiving this weekend we're posting a special interview with ceo and nike co-founder phil knight about his new book shoe dog so if you're interested in that this uh that will be posted at SatelliteSisters.com and at iTunes this weekend. All right, Julie, have a great week. You too, Leanne. And don't forget, call your Satellite Sister. 